Say Report Jr., everybody. I am Dale Decker, and I am joined by... Zach Sarowick. And what? Oh, oh there and it who, is. And who is that? Who is <laughs> I that don't know. joining We've us? We've apparently got a co-host. Got a, and what? Uh, <laughs> Is this really? This is how we're going to start episode yeah, ten. This yeah. is like an epic yep. episode for us, and it's this is this is our open. <laughs> yes, precisely. Oh man, we could do a do-over. Nope, that's good. I'm not. No, I refuse. <laughs> Listen, they they've 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 ridden they've rode on this train for ten episodes. This is when it gets real, and this is when we <laughs> get we real crazy. <laughs> Who'd have thought this is this is when we really start messing with the intros? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh um, God! So yeah, so, so we, I feel like we have a lot to discuss. Not really a lot, but uh, we have it's two a, very it's big a, topics to talk about. Yes, um, yes, we do. Very big. <laughs> um, so, which would you? Oh. I was see let me start with one other thing first because let me start with with the I'm, I'm mad at Bethesda. Um, oh yes, because I wanted to hear about let me, that. Let me explain this. So, yeah, yesterday uh, at time of recording, yesterday uh, about eleven o'clock my time, which I guess would have been one ish your time. Um, uh, Bethesda gets on Twitter, puts up the uh, the link to their Twitch page, and says, "Please stand by." <laughs> Any reasonable human being would then think, oh, okay, so they're going to announce something soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) It wasn't soon. For uh, 22 hours? Because it was 10 o'clock, 20 20 hours. Because it was 10 o'clock their time that they finally announced it. So for 20 hours... All you saw on the stream was a uh, Vault Boy bobblehead from Fallout mm-hmm. um, and a TV in the background that just said, please stand by with a Fallout loading screen, basically, for 20 hours. <laughs> when, the, when, the, when, when they closed the office for the night, which is when I should have stopped, I watched for an embarrassingly long time after this. I'm putting this out right now. Um, someone came in. Laid the bobblehead down and tucked it in and shut the lights off. That's fantastic. And they left for the day. That's and that still ran all night. <laughs> and I watched that for like three or four hours before it finally clicked in my head. Oh, they're gone for the day. I don't need to do this anymore. But that's when you miss what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. So I went to bed. This is after, for, for literally no reason, uh, Monday night, literally no reason, I never went to sleep. It was like the first time since college for whatever dumb wow. reason. I never went to sleep. So from Monday to Tuesday, I had been up for like almost 24 hours. So by the time I was finally done with this thing and I was like, fine, I'm going to bed for the first time in two days. I go to sleep. I wake up the next day and I missed it. (laughs) I got up. I walked up to make my coffee. I come back and I'm like, oh, I should check on that thing. I load it up and it says this stream is ended. I missed it by maybe 20 minutes. No. No. Oh, Oh, that sucks. And That's all it was was tough. a teaser. They're going to explain the rest of it at E3, which I expected. But they're just it's just like, oh, it's a teaser for the next Fallout game. Which, well, we knew that. Yeah. We but knew that. But Fallout, it is a, is, isn't is it officially like Fallout 76 or something is, like that? Yes. yes. called Fallout okay. 76. It is about, um, I don't know how much you know about the Fallout universe um, or if you... I know, that I, a, I know that a nuclear bomb hits and it's pretty much the stuff. It's like what happens after that. Right. Um, so 
uh, I mean, the basic premise, especially because Bethesda bought out the the license for the property and started with Fallout 3. So Fallout 1 and 2, yeah. even though they're, they're referenced and connected, were not Bethesda games. But uh, I don't have no idea how much they changed of the lore and all that. But theoretically, since at least Fallout 3, the idea was that in 2077, the, um, the year after the, I guess, tricentennial of America, that would be, <laughs> 300 years? Yeah. yeah. Um, nuclear war breaks out, bombs fall. Uh, there is a company that called Vault Tech that was like, hey, we have underground vaults for you all to live in, or some of you. Yeah. And they, they stuck a bunch of people under. The th- kind of story that runs with that, and especially in Fallout 3, is that, um, is that uh, some of those vaults were actually kind of screwed up experiments. Yeah. And then, but then a handful of them, or at least one of them, was what they called the control vault. You know, because in experiments, you have to have control groups. Exactly. So the, the control vault was vault 76 and the idea was that after after 20 years that vault would reopen and those people would go out and start kind of figuring out what the hell happened how they can rebuild all this stuff that's interesting that actually makes me want to get into fallout (laughs) so so fallout so the other thing that's going to go on with this is that uh kotaku put out an article today with a bunch of the different things that they heard because the teaser really did nothing tells you nothing except for the fact that you're playing someone from vault 76 that's pretty much all it does mm. i hate you bethesda so <laughs> um it's probably going to be much more of a like online survival game hmm. um they likened it to uh i don't know if you've ever seen rust no. or daisy these are mods that are in games and, and mods that came out that were like we're gonna plop you into an online server and you have to start scrabbling for um uh, for supplies and tools and stuff, and uh, other people can come and you can fight each other or work together, all this other stuff. Okay. So that's much more what they're they're expecting out of it. It's not going to be theoretically. It will have quests in a mainline story and all that, but I don't know how big of a deal that's going to be compared to this kind of like base building, community building aspect to it. So it'll be interesting to see at E3. Yeah. But it was just like a twenty-hour stream. To lead up to a two-minute trailer that then tells you nothing, <laughs> and it's like, oh, but we'll see you at E3 because we're like one of the first. We're I think they're usually aren't they usually the first one to EA go? EA usually goes no. EA usually goes first on uh, Saturday because mm-hmm. they don't even technically their thing doesn't even technically take place at E3 anymore. It's like across the street and its own thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, EA people are weird because E3 surprisingly so few of those press conferences even happen like at E3 anymore because it's like we want to get this whole stadium together instead. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that more probably next week because next yeah, week will be our yeah. pre episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Bethesda usually goes sometime on Sunday, either right before or right after Xbox or something like that. Okay. So, so yeah. we'll get more from so, there. But it was just be like, interesting. <laughs> it was just crazy to watch the, the Twitter and to watch the Twitch stream all day going, what is this? What is this? What is this? Mm. People throwing out all of these different all of these different theories and ideas and it's like oh it's we're we're at the 10 year anniversary of fallout 3 and maybe we'll get a remaster of that and fallout new vegas together and all this other stuff it's like oh my god just tell us something (laughs) and probably the most annoying thing was that every now and then you would see people they would like come in the room someone like came in the room and just like blew up a balloon and left it on the table and walked out and then like like the a couple of the executives are like really that are really well known that do like the E3 press conference and stuff mm-hmm. would come in 
come in, look around, maybe wave, and they'd walk out again. And it's like, why? Why are you doing this to <laughs> That's kind of cool. I actually really admire that kind of stuff because that's, that's just funny. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't know. That's time, a very funny I thing to take it. part in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, like, I, I mean, it's, it it's kind of like, it's such a cool thing to take part in, like, knowing that this is dumb. I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> Nothing is happening. Yeah. But, like, so many people are watching. Like, it's so cool, the hype that I, I sometimes think the hype for video games is more fun than some of the video games. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Because, it is. Like, like, of course, it is. Fallout 4 was like a whole, like, had it was a completely different game in my head than whatever it showed yeah, up exactly, at. Exactly. So. But, like, it's, um, not to, like, segue too quickly, but to bring up Pokemon, like, watching the theory videos or, or looking oh, up man. and, like, looking up memes or anything like that. Like, just being in that little community is just fun and it's fun to laugh at and be like this is never gonna happen but i wish it would because that's oh, a know. great story kind of you know i don't know it's just like watching that stream just having it on in the background unless you were sitting literally staring at your screen for 20 hours zach no but no having no it i was on in the background I was like, is very forth, funny like, like I started this thing in my head where it was like every 15 minutes I'd be like, eh, it's probably going to be at the top of the hour, but mm. I should check it every 15 minute increments just in case. Cause yeah. it seems, cause they're not going to do it at like two twenty two. That's crazy. Two twenty two thirty maybe two fifteen. Yeah. I got to check both of those times. <laughs> well, it's like, and um, Bethesda is such a strange, like a really strange company because I mean, they're a big AAA company. They are probably, who knows what goes on behind the scenes, but they always seem to have this, like they have this weird, um, personality to themselves mm -hmm. and i think the biggest the biggest thing about this is that it was fallout like if this was another game i probably wouldn't have done this yeah but uh i would say probably playing fallout 3 and then new vegas in college is what really kicked off like i think it like brought me back to like video games as a whole in a way like i've always played but i think that was the thing that made me go i want to be in like the video game world and do things like watch E3 yeah. and like read read articles and background stuff and really know this thing. Like I think because I picked up Fallout 3 in college <laughs> and I think I played it for four days straight, start to finish, including all of the DLC. Like when I, when the Game of the Year edition came yeah. out, like I played that thing like back to front in like a week. Wow. <laughs> and wow. it's like this, and I was like I love this i love this game so very much and it is so flawed in so many dumb ways but <laughs> i couldn't i mean liam neeson's your dad in that game for god's sakes how could you not love it what? <laughs> yeah liam neeson voices the father <laughs> so oh my god so yeah. yeah so that's so funny that like those are the games i wish i had games that were like that made me want to get into e3 and all that it was really we went to um an E3 experience to talk more about like being in that environment kind of way of like sitting and just watching and waiting for the press conference to start. Um, we, Devin and I went to an E3 experience at some movie theater, um, I think in Massachusetts. And it was basically a live stream in a movie theater of the PlayStation conference. Um, not the conference, the PlayStation um, presentation. Right. You know? And that was just so cool because we get in there and there's a timer on the screen. So, like, counting down for it to start. And then it starts and everyone in the theater is just going insane. And it's like, this is, this is cool. And, like, that kind of started my, my 
jump into, oh, I want to be in on this E3 scene, and I want to know about these games that are coming out and all the stuff around them and, like, following the, the Twitters and all of that. Um, and then GameStop happened, and it's like, well, now I have to kind of be <laughs> on this stuff, but I also want to be because I'm working at a place that sells video games, which I love, you know? So that's funny. <laughs> it's funny that we're both like, I need E3 in my life, but for different reasons. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then Twitter brought something else to us last night in the best way because they didn't, for whatever reason, live stream a much more important event, it's, in my opinion. Um, that, was, <laughs> that was the coolest. So you texted me about this. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah. man, I don't know if I'm going to be around for it. I'm either like I'm either going to be asleep or what. And then I ended up just staying awake. And I am purposefully not mentioning what it actually is. <laughs> so, um, so, so I so, went, yeah. so I like started looking up the hashtags and everything. And then I found the Twitter page and like I turned on notification. I'm like, this is going to be fun. And my phone kept like going off and I'm like, oh my God. And then Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee is officially announced. Yay! <laughs> oh my god. I was like, I was just like, somebody just was like, oh my god, it's real. And I was like, wait, what's real? And I realized they're like, we, there's, a, there's an event in like an hour. Mm. They're going to have a 90 minute press conference on what's going to happen with the, with the Pokemon games over like the next two years. And they're not live streaming it. It's happening in Japan. It's happening in what looks like a very bland little conference room. Mm. And it's just like the pictures look like the weirdest, most like this is this is our business plan for Pokemon. And this is what the graphs are going to look like. I was like, but why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you not? Why aren't there lights? And why isn't it live streamed? And why aren't there people in costumes? Like, what is going <laughs> on? <laughs> um, it's, it's just like, we're, you know what? They have um, a video up now today. The video of the... Um, Thing went up of the press conference of the, of press, the little, con of the press yeah. conference it just looks like it's like i'm gonna go to and a pre i'm gonna go so to a basic. conference yeah i'm gonna go to a conference for my job in like in two weeks where i'm gonna go to a, a hotel in orlando oh, wow. and they're wow. going to if it's anything like the last one i went to like a few years ago they're gonna put up like three giant screens and there's gonna be music and flashing lights and lasers all for freaking book selling oh, wow. so the fact that the pokemon company couldn't get like a laser pointer is I'm like sure the funniest they, thing i'm sure they could have they like, were just like, they're they're just just... like this, is, this is for us. This isn't for the public, so why would we go through that? Like... Oh, my God. But it was, it was, like, it was just fun because I don't keep up with Twitter, and I don't keep up with like live stuff, really, but it was fun to have the notifications come to my phone and then seeing that notification of it, the actual name popping up and then watching the video. Um. Which I am excited. I have, I don't know. I'm excited and yet I'm scared. <laughs> I'm because so. Um, in case anybody is completely lost at listening to this at this point, so they announced three kind of big. They made kind of big three big announcements yes. for Pokemon last night. Um, the first one was the the mobile game Pokemon Quest, which I think actually was up even before last night. Was it? Because I'm, I swear to God, unless it was like, unless it was like a pre-download thing, I swear to God, I saw that mm -hmm. when I was, I was like scrolling through the eShop or something gotcha. like last week and saw it. But and it is also it's on free. the Switch. Right, 
It's free on Switch. It's free on mobile. It is a very mobile-ass mobile game that basically <laughs> auto-runs itself. You just have to press, like, one or two buttons at a time. It's yeah. cute. It's, it is what it is. It is cute. I And I kind of want to talk about that a little because I think we've both um, been playing it. Yeah, We can move on. It's like a yeah, quick... Yeah. Um, like, that's a quick little... Yeah. Uh, they also announced Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, which we talked about before, and the possibility of that. Yes. That is going to integrate a... Basically, it's a story mode for Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. that's what it really is, is it's yeah. a like, $30 or $40 Pokemon Go story uh, where you're going to be able to use both, like, Pokemon that you caught in Pokemon Go into this game. The, it, it, the game itself, which is going to be on Switch, is also going to use a lot of the Pokemon Go catch mechanics. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically, they're just retelling the story of, I think they said Pokemon Yellow is the story is the one yeah, that they remake. So it's but then you get a choice between Pikachu or Eevee as your starter. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and then the other big thing they said was that by the end of next year, they will have a full-fledged, regular-ass Pokemon RPG. game yeah. coming out at the end of coming out at the end of 2019. Which some people got some more news about that today. They basically said that that's all this stuff coming out this year is to tide people over, <laughs> yeah. um, because they've which been working on this since before Switch sense. even came out. Yeah, yeah, they've been working on this since before Switch came out. It's not like a thing where they're trying to decide how much of the Pokemon Go stuff to stick in there. They just wanted to do a Pokemon Go thing. And, and to pretty much prop yeah. up the fact that Pokemon Go nobody plays anymore, and then exactly. and then they're making their RPG for next year. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, those are the big three announcements. And, and wasn't there? I thought there was a new device too coming out. Yes. Is so that part the of Pokeball Plus. Yes. Okay. Part of let's All yeah. Right. Part of the Let's Go thing is that they there's basically a Joy-Con Pokeball which, that you can which you can put Pokemon in and walk around yes. with. <laughs> Yeah, so it all goes with the same thing with Pokemon Go of, like, get outside and walk around. Yeah. So you have this Pokemon Go. You basically have a Pokeball mm-hmm. with a little joystick on top where the button is. And then you can use it to play the game because it's a one-handed game on top of everything else. Um, I have yeah. no idea if that's, I I have no idea I if that's like a, if that's an option or if it just is a one-handed yeah. game. But you can use the Pokeball as a one-handed Joy-Con to play the game. But then you can also transfer one of your Pokemon into that, take it out into the world and you know talk to Walk it around. which and, and it'll make noise and it'll, uh, but, and it'll be going around going hey boy hey boy yes. all the time all the time oh man but then you can also use that to integrate with uh pokemon go on your phone mm-hmm. part of that whole transfer process yeah. is in there so i just i just really really hope and i i don't think it is but i really hope that the candies from pokemon go do not aren't integrated into this because that's that's like the worst part of Pokemon Go for me. The I, ev- I couldn't the- even figure that whole thing out when I first played it because I stopped playing so quickly that yeah. I didn't even like figure out it's half just, the mechanics of that game. It's just like, now I have it still downloaded on my phone and occasionally I will play it because another one of my friends is very into it. Um, so like occasionally, like if we go to a city or something, like we will play. Um, but it's just like... I really don't like... So you have to get a certain amount of candies in order to evolve your Pokemon, right? But some of those Pokemon take, like, 400 candies to evolve, like Magikarp. Because, yes. Because he had to be annoying in every game. Yes. So you need, like, 400 candies to evolve that. I think you needed a 400 for... Um, 
there was another one that I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why does this one get a 400 cap? And it's just like, you can, you you get them from catching the Pokemon of the same species. So, like, if you catch, like, a hundred Magikarps, you know, um, you'll get, like, five candies each or something. I don't remember the math. But, so you have to catch a bunch of Magikarps or... You just, like, make them your buddy, and then every, like, five kilometers, they get a candy. And then you can transfer your Pokemon and get, like, a candy each. Like, it was just, I just want to evolve them. Like, why does, like, I understand that your whole thing is to get people out and moving and, and doing that. But you can do that and make the evolution process tied into that not being about candies. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Like, like walk X amount of distance to get Magikarp. You know, like you could make it with steps and not with candies. And it was like, yeah. that's really what turned me off from that, that game was like, I just want, I just want my, my Eevees. I just want all of the Eevees that are available in this Eeveelutions <laughs> that are available in this. I just want to have, um, a, like a Raichu or something like, or Growlithe in an Arcanine, you know, like it's just, it, it just, I don't know. I think I would have stuck with it if the candies weren't a thing. And I really hope they don't, they aren't a necessary you know, component of let's yeah, go. it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting to see how much of the whole go integration yeah. is part of the story versus just kind of the extra stuff you can yeah. do. Yeah, like <clears> a <throat> part of me, a part of me feels like it might be an option. Like you can turn it off if you want. I don't know, but hopefully there's more information that comes out during E3. Uh, it'll probably be um, a big chunk of whatever their, their direct, direct is yeah, that exactly. comes out on I think Tuesday or something. Yeah. That yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I'm still excited. I'm still excited um, because if you have Eevee, Eevee rides on your head. And if you have Pikachu, he rides on your or she rides on your shoulder. Um, and it looks like the other Pokemon can follow you as well, which is what I said yeah. all I wanted. I think it's, yeah, I think you get to pick one to, to like, follow, follow yeah. you around. Or apparently you can just ride the Onyx, which I think <laughs> is the best thing in the world. Um, I saw that. It also and looks like... like um, I assume that it's just for Eevee and Pikachu, but you can dress them up, which I yes. think looks freaking adorable. I, so It's so funny because, like, I love dressing up animals in games, but I don't like dressing up animals in real life. And I'm like, but Eevee looks adorable with a little hat. It's so <laughs> cute. Um, uh, I also, so, yeah. I, I saw that Onyx, just side note, I saw that Onyx and I was like, oh, look at that Steelix. I don't oh know. God. I don't know why I thought it was a Steelix. I really like Steelix as a this is Pokemon. only generation. This is only generation one. Don't I'm bring aware. your gen whatever after. I don't even know. Um, I don't even know what gen Steelix is from. Ow. Um. I just pinched my finger. Anyways, <laughs> but I, I actually, um, I actually really do like Steelix. Just side note. Whatever. Tangents. And uh, going back to the the Go integration thing, the other thing I'm I need to look into because I didn't even really think about it till till like this morning is that they're trying to do so there's still trainer battles mm -hmm. and let's go but they're saying something about not having the random encounters like at least in the tall grass or anything like that so i have no idea how the actual system is going to work if yeah. you're not catching the pokemon and go so it, it
it looks like um what because I, I watched the trailer twice. I've only watched it twice. Like I'm not I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna watch it like a hundred. I have times. analyzed I have <laughs> analyzed every second of this trailer to <laughs> tell you everything about it. Based on what I saw, <laughs> it looks like so there's like that there's that moment where I think it's a Pidgey and it's like flapping around and the trainer walks up to the Pidgey, and that's okay. when it activates it. So, so, so like, it's I mean, like, again, so much like Go, where you have to, like, walk toward it exactly. on your real-life map, so it's just in the in-game map, you just walk up to you them and start battling. You just walk up to it and start... To. Okay. So okay. You, so it's kind of like, it's not a random... Well, it's random because different Pokemon probably show up in different places, but you know what you're encountering. Before. Right, you're not. It's not just like a screen goes black while you're in the tall grass, and then it's like I took one step, game. I took one exactly. step, and you have me fighting again. <laughs> I was just trying to avoid you, and somehow a pixel crossed lines. Oh man. Um, but no, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, like I said, in our E3 thing, hopefully, if we we have more things to talk about. But it is yeah. exciting that it is officially confirmed, and that yeah, another um. So someone that had like leaked a bunch of the. Fallout information on Reddit mm. also leaked what they claim was a picture of the like Nintendo Direct schedule, basically, of what games are going to be talked about. Um, and it looked like there was a Pokemon section on there. Okay. But um, I'm waiting to see the Direct before I talk, exactly. before I talk about anything else that's exactly. out there. Because there was some really interesting stuff on there, but nothing like super mind-blowing or anything. Yeah. But um, I, do, I do hope that since they said the game is coming out in 2019, I kind of hope they announce what it's gonna be i know they're not going to no, but it, yeah it would just be I mean, nice said, to like hold on to something like yeah know they that said it's coming. second half um so i think again at akotaku one of their writers got like a, a interview with mm. uh, one of the, the game director or whatever so they did say second half of 2019 so probably again like november or whatever yeah. and they said it would be brand new and that it would be gen 8 which is the new one they'd be on oh, so wow. it would be an entirely new rpg Pokemon game, yep. so um, it is. It is crazy that a never before and se never before seen Pokemon is going to show up. In that was the thing Let's that Go interested me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By going, I mean, they got to do something if they're going to go back and just exactly. make a story. And like they got to do other stuff with it. So. A lot of people think it's going to be an evolution. I will be very happy, but <sighs> I also, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It th yeah, it doesn't make sense um, if you buy the, if you're gonna buy Let's Go Pikachu over Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, like exactly. it doesn't make yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I watch sometimes I'll watch like theories about Eeveelutions, um, and the things that people come up with is crazy. Like the math that people <laughs> do, the math like they're like, oh well, in in red and in red and blue we got three, and then we got two, and then two, and then like they. Have different types. It's following the Fibonacci it's sequence. Like, don't you understand? It's gonna, it's gonna be in Gen 8, and I don't know. It's, but it'd be cool if there was another evolution. But I'm also, it'd be, it'd be even better if it was just completely new, like not, <laughs> not a different form of something. It was just like a brand new Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it being a different form of something makes the most sense, just because they're, it's, you know, back on the original 150 yeah. or whatever. But that doesn't mean they won't just throw something out there. Exactly. Uh, make it the so, someone said that someone had said that like one of the few types left for an evolution is dragon, and I was like, so can we just? Is it Spyro? It just turns into Spyro. <laughs> 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 right oh size. my god! It's true. It's true. 
my that god. Was, oh, speaking of size, I mean that was the other thing that like someone pointed out that they're they're built the the Pokemon that follow you around are built to scale with whatever like the, with the the size that they are in the Pokedex. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, people yeah. don't think about that when they when they yeah. read them and it's like. It's like Gengar is ten feet tall, and then yeah. it's like, oh my god, you don't think about the fact that it's four feet taller than like a <laughs> average person. This thing following you around behind the, you. The picture of Gengar and I think it's Voltorb going behind the trainers. The Voltorb just rolling, like, oh my god, that is they are terrifying looking, but yeah, fantastic. because it's like a lot of people think about the anime, and the anime doesn't. Uh, Do I, sometimes the no. anime doesn't care about the the. You know how many times that the. How many times Pikachu beats a freaking Geo dude? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever with the logic of the game you've given no. us. And it's like, <laughs> the, the and anime, so the anime doesn't care. The anime, anime doesn't care. It plays by its own rules. It's okay. Yeah. It's so like Pokemon. <laughs> so too. it's just like to, to then have the game to have, then have the game side of that company be like, no, this is what it would really look like. It just blows <laughs> your mind. That's great. Oh my god. Uh, so you played a little bit of Quest, you said. Uh, yes. So I basically finished the first area. So basically okay, the tutorial. That's kind of where I have been, too, because uh. I'm bouncing between the front two. I'm doing exactly what I do in a Pokemon game, which is I'm now grinding the Pokemon I have all up to the same level at the same time. So oh. I'm just bouncing back and forth between the same two areas with the like, okay. same level Pokemon. Um, so... I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. That's how you do it. It's fine. Um... No, I actually really enjoy it. I kind of like that it's just simple. I like that I don't have to control them. They kind of just go. I just have to control what move they use, which you don't even have to do that if you really don't want to. Um, I got a Vulpix to show up, and it was a level 15. Yeah, I actually like that catch mechanic of just like, <laughs> oh, cook some food, and they'll yeah, just wander over. Exactly. Because they're wild animals, and that's what they do. Exactly. <laughs> just... That's true. Yep. Yeah, so uh, it's basically, for anyone who doesn't know what Pokemon Quest is, it's basically, like we said, it's a mobile game, but you basically just go through a little area and you collect loot. That was like their money word on that game was, collect loot, collect loot, we're here to collect loot. Because, I mean, you're not doing any of the fighting or anything else, yeah. so you have to do something. <laughs> loot, so, loot, loot. So uh, you collect loot in these different areas, and then... It's mainly like food or power-ups. It's ba that's basically what you're collecting is power-ups or food. Um, and the food, like we said, is used to attract more Pokemon to your little camp base area. And the first two I attracted were a Pidgey and Rattata, which, I pretty, which I'm... I think that, yeah, I did too. I think that's just the basic That's like the thing. tutorial. Catches. Which is also the same two Pokemon you will always meet out right outside of Pallet Town yep. in Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, <laughs> exactly. and now, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, I'm a so... dork. <laughs> I knew if it, too. If that hasn't been clear just... after 10 episodes, I don't know. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, my third Pokemon was a Vulpix, and I was very excited about that. I, like, screamed. <laughs> oh, let's see. I think I got, I mean, I just got a Mankey to show up. Oh, there got you go. Got an Ekans. Um, got a horsey. Oh, a horsey! Which just sounds like I just realized that's the first time I've ever, ever said that out loud, and you just sound like a three-year-old saying horse. horsey. I'm sorry. Horsey. I got a horsey. horsey I got a horsey. The best <sighs> horsey. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. And of course, it's... I chose Squirtle as my as my start. You chose Eevee, didn't you? I did. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> It's a toss-up. It's always a toss-up between Eevee and Bulbasaur, but if if the 
choice is there, it's going to be Evie. <laughs> if Evie is not there, it's going to be Bulbasaur. Well, the nice thing is that Hands in down. Let's Go, if it's following the yellow, if it's following you'll the remake of, of Yellow, you'll get all three. Exactly. You'll get Bulbasaur along with your Evie. Exactly. <laughs> That's basically, here's the thing. If, if it does follow that, my team is going to be Evie, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Charmander, and then evolve them, and then add two more Pokemon. <laughs> like, that's going to probably uh, be my team. <laughs> just just to say that it is. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I like it. I like it enough. I've been playing it the last, like, day and a half. It's fine. Yeah, I, I specifically downloaded it uh, before the episode, before we started recording so I could try it out, so we could talk yeah. about it, since it is, like, the first new Pokemon thing that we have gotten our hands on um, since Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, but yeah, I and like I, it. It's very calm. Like it's not you. You can basically just let it go and not have to pay attention to it. I like it. I I like those kind of things where I don't. Have yeah, to, and um, like, really I appreciated that. Uh, yeah, I appreciated that. Like the, none of the microtransaction stuff is in the game. If you go to the eShop and go under its page, it's got a whole bunch of stuff. Like you can buy. Oh, thank God. And you can buy like stones and stuff for okay. like. I think there's some of the bigger power stones you can buy, like all of them, and yeah. then like some decorations, all this other stuff. But it's all under the eShop, and nothing I've seen on oh, the game perfect. itself is like. There's like one. There's like one button that's like, hey, go to the eShop and buy more stuff. But other than that, it's not at all in your face or okay, anything. Okay, that's like that. good. That so, makes me very happy. And it's yeah. and getting in-game money is actually pretty easy too. Like yeah, there's if you one do like the every challenges. Like twenty hours, or something twenty. I think minutes. it's twenty every twenty-four hours. It yeah. will give you fifty of them that you can just pluck, and then yeah, as you yeah. said, you do challenges and, and quests and stuff like that. Yeah, to, that's kind of yeah. if you're patient and actually enjoy the game, like you don't need. That's one thing. I I I know it's supposed to be a mobile game. Like I, it's supposed to be on the phone and all that, and those don't generally have end games. I kind of want this to have an end game though. I mean, from the from the, I mean, there's only so many areas on the little island they exactly. plop you on. So I assume at the very, like, I don't expect there to be a story to it, but I yeah, assume no. at some point it's just going to be like, okay, I've defeated everything, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. And then I've you can feel a sense of do. closure to it, so that you can be like, I don't have to play this anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I, but honestly, it's probably what's going to hold me over until Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee come out, if I don't beat Ultra Sun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the other nice thing is that at least it's not, I mean, it's I not like that Let's Go is different enough because Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were really just those like, oh yeah, we added a few things to exactly. games that already came out. Yeah. So it, I like that they are different enough. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Ugh. E3 is just around the corner, so we will see. <laughs> so um, we can pack away that ridiculous noise. <laughs> yes, I won't. Well, I won't do it. I'll give anymore. you one more. I'll give you one more. Hey, boy. There we go. It's so uh, I apologize for that video I made. I really do. Oh, my God. I, I was just confused <laughs> at what it was. And then all of a sudden, it's just like you and Devin screaming at me. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, well, that's all I was doing while the oh. while after the video played. I was just like, this is <laughs> this is what I'm latching on to. Oh, <laughs> is this man. crazy Eevee vocal. <laughs> like. 
Because you know what it is is that that is someone who is specifically trying to mimic the sound for the sound bit from the original game rather than the mo- rather than like the the anime. Because like yeah, all of the like glitchy eight bit sounds they used to make that uh, don't actually sound like their names. Nope. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I think it's call in like a game is like something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's definitely someone's call. The thing I. <laughs> Um, but yes. Some Pokemon is now, is now coming. Is now somewhere. going to appear oh, in so, front yep. of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so I, th- I feel like we should box that away and move on to our second subject of the evening of our 10th episode. The, 10th episode. We'll move on to the supposed box office bomb. Bull- ah, bullshit. So yeah, stupid. I knew you were going to have something to feel about that. Um I can't Solo believe it. came Solo. out over the weekend. It was Memorial Day weekend, and yes. Solo, a Star Wars story, came out. You really, really seem to enjoy it. I texted me, we were like, we need to talk about this. I I was okay on it. I didn't hate it, but like it didn't blow me away or anything. So, but so that's the reaction I keep getting from people, and it's very weird for me <laughs> to like <laughs> because. Yeah. So what did what did you like so much about it? Let's go, let's start there. What was it that made that is giving you such a strong reaction to okay. it? So the cop out answer is literally everything. Like I'm not like I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like that's the thing. Like as soon as it starts, I was I was in. I was like ready into it. I'm like this is cool. We're starting with a chase. Like it's beautiful. The lighting, the lighting. Um. And I'm bad. I don't remember the different planet names, but wherever they were. Oh, yeah. The, their original. Their original. Their original place. Scummy planet. <laughs> the, 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 the scrum rats or whatever. I think they're That's called. what they were called. That yeah. was scrum rat, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the lighting, the blue light was so cool. Like, so I was, I was like, this is great. I am ready for what is about to happen. And then we met, Ki- we, we meet Kira, who is just another badass. I love how much she was in that movie so much more than I thought she was going to yeah. be. Like the fact that she is like a solid character. The fact that they're already together was really nice too. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, didn't have to go through to... all of the like exactly. the like I'm going to flirt with you and you're not going to like me until yeah. like 5 minutes before the end. Of... No, you understood like they were together at the beginning of that movie. Yeah. And when... so when they meet up later, it actually like it feels like okay, something. so I I get this and I don't need an hour's worth of exposition to get up to this point. This is yeah. great. That I did enjoy. Yeah, when they when they like kissed, I was like, "Cool, sweet. Don't have to worry about that." Um, but yeah, it was just Yeah, I was just so invested. And that never has happened with a Star Wars movie with me before. So I was like, "Well, this is different. <laughs> Let's see where it takes us." And yeah. It's just it just from there, it's it's non it's really nonstop action. And and I talked about it with one of my coworkers who was like the only other person who I talked to other than Devin who was like, Oh man, I loved that movie. He was like, It wasn't a Star Wars movie, but it was fantastic because it wasn't a Star Wars movie, you know? See, I would actually even mm. <laughs> I don't know so, how uh, much of that I agree with. But... Right. And and I'm trying to think of the best way to like word it too, because the whole thing with the Star Wars movies, like in the original trilogy, is that they are very by the book adventure movies. Mm-hmm. Like to the point where like George Lucas literally took the Joseph Campbell like hero story 
and lined up Luke's story with that purposely. Mm. Yeah. So like the, that's why it's very like by the book. And I would say that the thing the thing with Solo felt like it was also by the a different book, but also like by the by the book in a lot of ways, which is why I think it, it works as a Star well, Wars story. I I really like it. It's telling its own version of a of a story that I've seen before. Yeah. I, I think is the best way to put that. I like it because as much as um, I love the Force and uh, talking about, you know, like, the dark side and, you know, the light side and seeing, you know, that sometimes the dark side is right and that's scary, you know, that there are times when... The the, the thing about Last Jedi was I'm sitting there, much to uh, um, Infinity War, I'm sitting there being like, Kylo has a point. Like, in order to stop all of this, we need to stop all of this and rebuild, you know? And it's like, that's scary that he has a point. Just like Thanos is like, we need to eradicate half of the population. Because we're terrible at using what we have. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just good villain writing, is what that is. Exactly. Like that, and it's always gonna work that way. So, uh, I also appreciated that, like, I mean, Luke, the other funny part to that is that Luke kind of is on that same page. Mm-hmm, exactly. It is really interesting to watch. Like, I gotta go back and rewatch Last Jedi because yeah. it's been long enough that I can rewatch it and mm. not think about I, the first time I watched it. I didn't. But, I didn't like Last Jedi that much. I liked the maybe second half of it, but the whole build up was. Ugh. But anyway, Solo. Um, I suspect uh, I suspect of- that I'll have to do the same thing with Solo that I did with Rogue One and we'll have to do with Last Jedi, which is that I just have to watch it a second time. Because oh. I think like the first time I watched them, there's a very specific set of like expectations that yep. comes with going to see them. And it's just like, I need a second to you. OK, I know what's coming now. Let me process this a different way. Yeah. And I think I would, I'll probably love Solo at a like. Rogue uh, One, I, I did not like the first time oh, I watched it. I hate it. Rogue One. I and I think it was great Rogue the one. second time. I think it's great. <laughs> Because I think it's great because it's just, I mean, it's the Magnificent Seven in space. I mean. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's, uh, but like, it's so boring. Whereas the Magnificent Seven, again, it's just like, this, uh, this somehow just works. But it's, it's, it was, I fell asleep during Rogue One. So anyway, fell Solo. Right asleep. <laughs> Anyways, Solo. We will talk about this. And it shouldn't be said, I mean, it should be said, but spoilers, like it's going to happen with a new oh, movie coming yes. out. Well, um, since apparently we're going to get into this later, but with the weekend that Solo had, I think we could just talk about it. Because I think the only way people are going to go see it is if people just talk about it yeah. and tell them what to expect. Yeah, that's true. So. But yeah, I don't know. And it's, like I said, so so having that, I've never been like a huge Star Wars. I never watched them as a kid. Uh, the first time I watched Star Wars was in college. Um, and it was right before Force Awakens came out. And I watched the original trilogy, and I was like, this is okay. There are parts of it that I enjoy. There there are parts of it that I really, you know, hate and can't really get behind. But, you know, those <laughs> I, can, I can kind of divide myself from those and separate myself from those. But then I saw Force Awakens. I was like, oh, man, Force Awakens, that's next level. That is, this is fun. These are characters that I love. They're fantastic. Like, even Kylo Ren, I love him, you know? And then, so, it's just, I don't have that nostalgia that people have when going into these, and I don't have the same expectations that people have. 
So for me to come out of a Star Wars movie being like, that was the best movie, that was the best Star Wars movie, which was like my quote the whole time, <laughs> is just is a very foreign subject to me. <laughs> and then it's even weirder to then talk about it with diehard Star Wars fans and then being like, eh, it was okay. Eh, it's not the best. And it's just like, where am I? Is this some, <laughs> is this, am I in the Twilight Zone? Am I like the next character on a Twilight Zone episode? Like, it was just, it's very weird. But yeah, I think in my head, I'm my bigger problem. It's a bigger me problem. It's always a me problem. I'm never going <laughs> to blame a movie for, for there's there's very few movies that I would ever say are like bad or that I wouldn't sit through. There are bad movies I absolutely love. And I think it's because I can usually yeah. find something to, to latch on to in anything. Yeah. A movie has to be like really offensive for me to not like it. And even then, I've seen some offensive crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but I think what I'm doing with, with Star Wars right now, and it's because they've decided to do this whole Star Wars story thing like every other year, is that I'm comparing it to the MCU too much. And so like my expectations huh. with that, and it's all because of Disney and the like yearly release schedule now, right? Like they'll never reach Marvel levels. You're never going to get three Star Wars movies in a year. That's never going to happen. Yeah. But the idea that they're doing yearly releases, in my head I'm thinking like, oh, okay, so like, especially with the with the the Star Wars story side movies they should feel like they should be getting like crazy they should be getting crazy with the directors they pick like just pick someone random that's like really out there for what you would think a Star Wars movie would be and let them do it and i think what i was expecting was um when lord and miller were were in charge of this thing yeah i think that's the movie i really wanted and what i got was a ron howard movie a very well made well acted um, Ron Howard movie, but it just wasn't, it wasn't the Lord and Miller movie I wanted mm. because it wasn't, you know, Lego movie and 21 Jump Street, like crazy wild out there stuff. Okay. And so I think that's what really hit again though. I can't say like, I'm not there. I don't think there was anything bad with the movie. <laughs> I yeah. think I just, I came into it with a completely different set of expectations because I don't even care about the freaking the freaking last Jedi weebs that are like <laughs> that are like oh oh you ruined star wars by changing up the by by you you ruin the characters by tearing them down and kathleen kennedy running lucasfilm now is ruining things because women suck no oh screw you Th yeah. those people suck yeah yeah those people exactly. suck <laughs> um i i just I, I have just a completely different set of out there expectations for these things that are less sexist and still crazy. Yeah. Uh, but they, but um, it makes sense. Like if you, if you read so much about, or if you latch onto a certain pair of people who are going to work on it and you know their past work, like it makes sense. The expectations that you had going in for me, right. I only ever, I don't, I wasn't keeping up with it as much as other people were. So I only ever really knew that Ron Howard was going to be a part of it. And I love Ron Howard. Um, so I guess maybe I had an expectation of that. But also I was like, it makes sense. You're not crazy. You're not. A, you don't sound <laughs> as crazy. What I'm trying to get to is that you don't sound as crazy as you think you sound for having those expectations going into oh. Solo. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. In, in the, the characters, like the new characters oh. that showed up. 
Oh man, L3 were, might be one of my favorite characters that's what? ever been written in a Star what? Wars movie though. I just want to say that. What? <laughs> because she sounds like every person that has been trying to write think pieces on Star Wars for 30 years, which is like right in my wheelhouse of like crazy, of just like stuff I'll, I'll read on the internet. Yeah. It's like, oh, don't you realize that the droids are slaved? Why don't we ever talk about that? Yeah. How come no one talks about that? It's like, okay, here's someone who's going to talk about it. They're also a droid and they're going to blow up later. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so speaking of blowing up, so the three, well, the three, well, four, I mean, he doesn't die until the very end. But Rio, Val, and L3, as soon as we met them, I was I was very enamored with them. I was like, you are so good. Like, I care about you, and I just met you. Like, they gave them good little backstories that were just enough for you to, like, latch on to who they were as a character. Right, you're not and getting, it, like, your entire life story of things, which no, no, I'm no, sure... No. But, like might might be one of the things you didn't like about Rogue One is part of the reason that that's really slow build up is that you have to know about every one of these characters so you feel bad when they die hey, later. Welcome and to yeah. the point I was just about to make. <laughs> 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 no, thanks. It's good. After ten episodes, we can already know where the other one's gonna go. Um, no, but seriously, like the Rogue One characters, it's like. You know these people are going to die. You know that this is the beginning of Star Wars, pretty much. So, why do I care about them kind of thing? And it's like, you guys gave me too much information about these characters who don't... They matter in the grand scheme of Star Wars, but, like, I can't latch on to them the same way that I'm going to latch on to Rio, Val, and L3. Because here's the thing. Those three characters could have still existed in the world of Star Wars, but they just don't interact with Han anymore, you know? Right. I mean, the fact that it's so divorced from anything else. Like, this was basically every kind of one-off line or random thing that Han talked about in his past. That's what this movie is. Exactly. It is not anywhere near connected to the rest of the rest of the Star Wars like saga in any way with the exception of one major cameo toward the end Whoa. that I absolutely loved. Uh, Apparently people were confused about it and I don't know how that's a thing. Um, I mean he's a little less one he's that he, he talked which he never did in, in Phantom Menace. Um, oh it's Darth Maul by the way everybody. We're, Darth Maul's <laughs> been brought back. Um, he's so, alive. Yeah so, so I th- he was a little less red and I can't tell if that was the hologram or if it was supposed to be that like as he got older he got little less red or something um but I, I think that was just and also we haven't seen that character in 20 years yeah, exactly. um well we haven't a lot of other people have i have a uh, friend at work who was just like i have a friend who was just like oh yeah no i can tell you exactly why he showed up at the end of that movie and goes into this whole thing about how after he's chopped in half he someone picks him up and takes him off off planet to get him like a brother finds him or something and gets his robotic legs and then he becomes like this criminal under like the crimson dawn leader like criminal underground leader for years and he actually shows up i think in the star wars clone wars show that was just on yeah yeah and that that like that background is all in there and there's all part of extended universe stuff that you know they wiped out of existence um when kathleen kennedy took over lucasfilm but they still are like diving into that stuff and bringing it back, which I appreciate. Like, I appreciate oh, yeah, that they totally. didn't just like wipe out 30 years of 
fan fiction basically and pretend like it never happened. <laughs> so I think it's just the fact that for most moviegoers who didn't follow any of that like side stuff, this would never be like. I'm not surprised that they didn't re- like either remember him or were like, "How is he alive after 20 years?" Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, I, the... But that also means he'll show up in the Boba Fett movie. They already announced the Boba Fett movie, and there's no way that you do a Boba Fett movie without involving him now. Yeah, that would true. be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, it was also, you know, the, the thing that I liked about Han, and I think you, you brought it up, it was like, it had nothing to do with the other Star Wars movies. It was just all Han all the time. You know, like, I don't know. And I, after the movie ended, I, I turned and I was like, you know what the worst part of that movie was? my knowledge of the other Star Wars movies. (laughs) And it really is because, like, Kira, again, Kira is probably one of my favorite characters that have have been created in this this world, in the movie world. Now, I'm not talking about the books or anything like that. But in the movie world, she is so cool. And, like, I don't even care that she's, like, kind of bad. But, but like you can tell she feels bad about that. Exactly. Like I love that she she is such a she is so much more complex than most of the characters that you get exactly. in a Star Wars yeah. movie. And I mean and they explain why. It's she's a survivor. Like she has to do what she has to do in order to survive. And this is just the next thing she has to do. You know? Like I don't think she expected to ever see Han again, you know? Like I really think she expected him to kind of forget about her and never show up again. That was also that was a weirdly mature relationship they had also yes. for like any movie. This is like any movie. Every other movie in existence, this that that they're like reuniting, she would have been mad at him for 20 minutes of that movie. Yes. And he would have had to convince <laughs> her that he was still like that he still cared about her and was coming back for her. Like he he was gone for like no. 3 or 4 years. Was that was the 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 time leap between that? I believe so. I think yeah. it was like 3 years that they meet up again and it's just like, "Oh, there you are." Oh, never thought I'd see you again. How you doing? Yeah, they. It's just. It was so seamless. <laughs> it was. And then so they made seamless. out. In a, then they made out in a cape closet, yep. which might have been my favorite thing in the whole movie. <laughs> the fact that there was a cape closet for Lando on the Millennium Falcon. Because I didn't like think about it at first, but she's just like in this room, and I'm like, oh, this must be. For no reason whatsoever, I was like, oh, so this is her closet. Never occurred to me to think other anything else and she's just like well i mean i couldn't resist coming in here looking at the capes and i was like oh my god (laughs) it's lando's cape closet (laughs) so good like those little things were good too like just a little off you know off to the side comments it's like oh this is great you're just adding to this world that i just want to stay in forever um but like knowing that kira and him don't somehow rekindle their relationship makes me very upset <laughs> in some way <laughs> it makes like, it, it like builds into the so good together I and it also it. it makes sense about like why he would be hesitant to be with leia like yes as like the last woman that i absolutely love totally betrayed me yeah <laughs> and like yeah. oh my know. god i just i it, oh it, and the and the kessel run that the, was so cool. The the best thing about that is it fixed the physics problem of the Kessel Run, because he says in in New Hope I did the Kessel Run in less than in uh, less than twelve parsecs, 
and everyone's like, dude, parsec means time or means distance, not time. Just because sec is at the end does not mean it means second. It's yeah. distance, not time. And how do they fix that in solo? He literally takes a shortcut. <laughs> they're like, that's how I did it in less than 12 parsecs, you morons. Exactly. I took a shortcut. <laughs> yep. So good. That was so good. That 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 whole uh, sequence was good. Them, oh. See, talking about it, I'm like already enjoying it more. See? I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I don't oh. know, and it like I the it's making me sad that people are like, oh, it's a bomb and blah blah blah. It's a it's a box office bomb, and I'm like, man, I gotta look, look up what its total was for like the for one... all five days. Here's here's the biggest thing that I think made it kind of suffer. First off, we're only five months out from Last Jedi, yep, and all of that stuff. Like that was always it. It didn't stand a chance not no. being not coming mm-hmm. out a year later, coming out only five months. Yeah. Um, it's also Memorial Day weekend. And yeah, I mean, like, it started off, it opened on Thursday night instead of opening on Friday, and it had a four day weekend to deal with. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about, like, a movie that is definitely like a family kids movie type of deal coming out on what is ostensibly a school night still for a lot of people. School hasn't officially gotten out for some people. I mean, it, it differs from state to state and district to district and all that, but yes. like, asking people the to majority. go to a midnight showing. Yeah, asking people to go to a midnight showing on a weekday is never going to be huge, <laughs> huge business for you. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, it's it spread across. It's that's spread across four days. It was like already at 150 million, which I think they said it was anywhere between two and 300. They haven't actually said the official number that they spent on this with all of their reshoots and bringing in Ron Howard and all yeah. this other stuff. So, because Paul Bettany was also brought in when Ron Howard came in, because the reshoots he wanted to do. The guy who was originally supposed to play that character mm-hmm. was not available, so they had to replace him entirely. Oh wow! Which also means they had to replace any scenes earlier in the movie with him too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you're talking about or paying they, a whole. They could just pull at um, Eric Stoltz and you know sometimes use his back. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh God. But yeah, I don't know. It was. It, I really, really enjoyed but, it. Yeah, if, if you're out there and you've been back and forth on it, or you're just not sure. Um. Or you're just like uncertain of yourselves or anything like that. Just go go see it, pick it up on uh, pick it up later on DVD. Yeah. Give it a little bit more love. I suspect that later on, there. I feel like this is one of those things where like later on, people are gonna be like, "Man, St- Solo is a lot more fun than I remember." Yeah. Or something like. But it's like an after. It's also it's a second. It's not gonna. Movie. It's not gonna change a damn thing for the plans of Disney and and Star Wars. Like I think all of the all of the dude bro assholes that were taught with like <laughs> celebrating that it that it bombed and all that think that somehow this is gonna like end all of star all of lucasfilm's plans no first off the final episode nine there's no way that doesn't make 300 billion dollars yeah, no. yeah <laughs> like, this is basically another just placeholder like here's a little taste of some star wars to tie you over yeah. guys and, and here's the thing with disney between black panther and infinity war this year they've made enough money to have movies like solo come out for the next like decade and yep. not be a problem oh yeah so they've had so they enough don't, money yeah to be honest i mean if anything it will shift it might shift the way they decide to do these solo movies like like i said maybe they will take bigger risks maybe they will take less risks which would be sad but possible yeah. but like my my hope is that they look at this and they look at boba fett in the future and they go you know what let's find someone who is great on their own let's find a taika watiti or or oh, Ryan Coogler, or yeah, Taika Waititi, especially because the the actor that played 
uh, Jango Fett and the actor that played Bo- baby Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones were both um, uh, Maori, mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand uh, indigenous yes. Maori. So yeah. like to have Taika Waititi come in and do that and have, like, hire an actor, like uh, another uh, Maori actor to do that part would be phenomenal. Yeah. But like that's my hope is that they go, they look at it and go, okay, we need something really different because this right now is like we're you know we're doing Han Solo who everybody knew and Rogue One led up into to New Hope Boba Fett is this like chance to take a character who's really only on screen for like 10 minutes between yep. two movies and just do something really out there you know bring in Darth Maul bring in Boba Fett and do some stupid crazy thing crazy. that yeah. is even further away from the saga that we already know <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so that would be the thing that I think would like that's that's what I think would make like a great Boba Fett movie because there's no reason he's not in he's barely in the movies which means there's no reason for yeah. anything that they do with that character to be involved in any of this. Yeah, let's I see was... an entirely different area. Let's see characters we've never like we, we don't need to make jokes about connecting anything. We don't need to make any sort of winks to winks or nods to the to the the saga itself. Just, Just... do an original story that stars Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. All you yeah, need to do. I um was I was so confused when I finally watched the Star Wars movies, and <laughs> Boba Fett was like, because because growing up and like seeing all the toys and stuff coming out, it's like, oh, Boba Fett must be like this huge deal. Nope. No. No. He makes the coolest. He makes the coolest action figure. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Do you know where? Do you know where Boba Fett started? Do you know where his official first release was? By the way. No. In the animated section of the Christmas special is the first time that you ever see Boba Fett. Really? Yeah. The Star Wars Christmas special that no one likes to watch except for the fact that everyone should watch it because it's the greatest, the greatest drug trip. Had an animated, had it, which you can't even find because the animated part was like somehow they got away with them still being owned by, I think it was the same company that did like He-Man in oh, like wow. that, in like Star Trek, the animated series and all that, like the, the like cartoon funnel that, that. Those, those all came out of and that was the introduction of boba fett because that came out between empire and in last and uh last jedi <laughs> empire well, and, yes yeah, <laughs> return of the jedi um there's like a part where like chewy's son because chewy's son is in the christmas special oh, in yeah. the creepiest baby wookie costume ever <laughs> made it's like if an ewok had longer hair and also was even more terrifying somehow <laughs> Um, like sits down and is like, I'm going to watch this cartoon now. I also think he speaks English. It's like, I'm going to watch this cartoon now. And it's, it's a Boba Fett cartoon oh for like, it's like a little five minute Boba Fett cartoon. That's, that's so cool. <laughs> that is a very cool little trivia that I never knew before. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we, uh, we, covered, we covered a lot. Really did. There was a lot to cover in, within the past like week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you don't sleep and you stay up watching 20-hour streams of nothing, and then they announce new Pokemon. Exactly. There you go. Well, so I hope you enjoyed our 10th episode. It wasn't, like, glamorous or anything, but it was glamorous for us, I think. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this has been Say Report Jr. I have been Dale Decker. I just said the thing that I hate saying. Go, go I ahead. Have, I, ha- I have been? Is that what you know? Yeah. <laughs> I have, I am, have been, always will be, Zach. <laughs> there you go. That's how you end it. 
Oh, uh, man. Well, look out look out for our E3 uh, episode, I think, next week. So it's not this so week. It's next week. It's not this weekend. Um, it's next weekend, which means yes. that we'll probably spend most of next episode just kind of rundown of the schedule and expectations yeah. and all this other stuff. I think that's what we'll do. You're going to get pre-E3 and then like two weeks of E3 episodes. So yeah, I hope it's, you like video games, It's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to take a break from the vi- the movies and whatnot. <laughs> We're going to take a break from only talking about video games for half an episode to talk about them for a whole episode. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's mainly going to be you and me being like, oh, yeah, that happened. No, no, it's going it's to be good. But uh, uh, until until next time, everybody, have a good week. Bye. Bye. Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.